My parents owned a cabin in the woods of Virginia. Shortly after purchasing it both my mother and sister told me they thought the cabin was haunted. I didn't laugh but I laughed to myself. I don't believe in that sort of thing. They said that they would lock the door at night and wake up in the morning and the door would be sitting wide open. My sister said she thought someone was pranking them and even accused me of driving two and a half hours into the countryside to prank them then turn around and drive two and a half hours home. No, I did not do that. So I dismissed their silliness. So about a year or two later, I decided it would be cool to visit the cabin during the winter. Everyone waited until good weather to go. I had just bought a jeep and it was supposed to snow a few inches so it seemed like a fun adventure. I drove to the cabin and it was staring to lightly snow when I arrived. It was very cold inside and out at 12 degrees Fahrenheit. I lit the wood stove and stoked it up to warm up the place up and it was taking forever. I got the temperature up to about 35 indoors and decided to go to bed. So, remembering the stories about the door, I checked both doors, locked them and pulled hard on the knobs to ensure they were actually locked while laughing to myself. I put an extra quilt on the bed crawled into the freezing bed, which warmed up quickly and fell asleep. I had this nightmare that I woke up and the cabin was incredibly cold so I walked from the bedroom to the living area to relight the wood stove and the door was sitting open. I turned to my right and there was a 7 foot tall humanoid creature which had an exoskeleton like an insect. Its eyes were red and its knees bent opposite of humans, like some birds. The nightmare startled me awake. I was laying there in bed for a moment and I realized that the room was incredibly cold. I got up to go check the fire and when I stepped into the living area, the door was sitting wide open and snow had blown in on the floor. Remembering the dream and the creature, the area where the creature stood was pitch black dark, I frantically fumbled for the light switch and the lights came on and nothing was there. I got dressed and walked to the door and looked at the snow, there were no footprints of any kind in or outside the cabin door. I'd like to add that at no time did we ever arrive at the cabin to find the door open. The door opened only when people were staying in the cabin. It also was not dependent on the fire being lit, one of my theories was it was heat expansion but my family stayed there during nice weather and rarely lit a fire. I never stayed alone in the cabin again. As a cop, my experience with the supernatural was very limited to a few traumatizing encounters with demons that left me with a deep fear for life. However, this particular account is told by a friend of mine who was a fellow officer in a small town in Minnesota. And this was back when he was a rookie on patrol. One night, he told me about an incident where they were dispatched to a call at a local residence. He said that upon arrival, his sergeant spotted somebody running through the backyard of the house. It wasn't until they got closer did they see a black figure dashing into a nearby grove of trees. They radioed dispatch for backup, cautiously approaching the grove with guns drawn, ready to shoot on sight as assuming it was a suspect trying to escape. As they got closer, a faint moaning sound broke the silence which caused him and my partner to freeze in their tracks. Where they heard a thud followed by a loud crack of a branch breaking. He looked back at his partner who simply shrugged as my friend slowly pushed forth the trees. He saw an apparition that gave him goosebumps even though it wasn't cold outside. A stout humanoid creature began to emerge from behind a tree not more than 20 feet away, quickly making its way towards a clearing with a full moon causing them to see a silhouette of it against the moonlight. 
He said that what he saw was this hulking black figure with chalk white skin and a bald head with no ears or nose or really much features at all, but could sense a deep malice emanating from this thing. All my friend could think about was his family as he slowly reached for his firearm until something slammed into him knocking him over onto the ground. What grabbed hold of him wasn't human. It had a hand around his neck which seemed gnarled and leathery except its fingers were three times longer. The only way he described these demon hands gripping around his neck is that it felt like being a victim of a boa constrictor and it would only tighten its grip to the point where you would die from lack of oxygen. He also explained that he could see a mouth full of razor teeth opening up as if ready to bite his head off but thank god for a police siren that caused this thing to release him and vanish. And my friend explained that what happened next was even more bizarre than the attack itself. One car showed up while the nether approached from a different direction with her lights turned on shining directly into where this figure ran and vanished. After a brief investigation and questioning they declared it a false alarm. My friend said that a couple of months after this encounter the local sheriff passed away due to a sudden heart attack despite being a very healthy man in the prime of his life. He told me that he later found out years later that a strange police officer was picked up back then who claimed he saw a monster dressed in a police uniform before committing self-harm shortly after his arrest under mysterious circumstances. Now when he made the claim of monster, I'm assuming he meant as an individual, not an actual monster. He said this happened at a time where strange people... My shift involved the night shift. I got a call to an old abandoned house on the outskirts of town. I wasn't too worried about it. I thought I'd be stuck dealing with a vagrant or a squatter. But as I walked up to the door, I realized something was off. As I approached the porch, I felt an overwhelming sense from inside that I shouldn't go any further. But even though my mind was screaming at me to turn back, I couldn't help myself. There's nothing more dangerous than that thin line we all have to cross, especially in our field of work as officers. I have every right to be here, I told myself, reaching for the handle. But just as I was about to grab it, I heard a noise coming from within. I drew my gun, held with both hands, and forced myself inside. It didn't take long for me to realize that nobody else was in here. I wasn't sure what I was expecting to see or find, but clearly this place had been vacant for a while. As soon as I had thoroughly checked everything out, I started back towards my squad car. However, I heard another sound behind me. I turned around and I saw it. It was human, I think, but its eyes were like black pits that went on forever. I couldn't even tell where I was looking when I looked into him. And then the smell hit me. An awful stench like I had never experienced before. Rotting meat left to fester in the sun for days and sulfur. I can still smell it sometimes, even though I haven't seen or heard of what it was since. I know this is a very short story, but I'm not really sure what I saw that night. But I know one thing for certain, whatever that being was, God help us all if I ever have to meet it again. I had been a park ranger for nearly a decade, but I had never seen anything like this before. I was on my usual patrol route when I noticed strange tracks in the woods. They didn't match any known animal species, and they seemed to be leading to an area of the forest that was off-limits to the public. As I followed the tracks deeper into the woods, a sense of unease settled over me. Something didn't feel right. The forest was eerily silent, and I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being watched. 
After a few hours of following the tracks, I stumbled upon a clearing. In the center of the clearing was a small, abandoned building that looked like it hadn't been used in years. As I approached the building, I heard strange noises coming from inside. I slowly pushed open the door, and what I saw inside sent shivers down my spine. There were strange machines and equipment that I had never seen before, and in the center of the room was a large, metallic cylinder. As I approached the cylinder, I noticed that it was covered in strange symbols and markings. Suddenly, the cylinder began to glow, and I was knocked back by a powerful force. When I came to, I knew that something had gone terribly wrong. I could hear strange whispers in my mind, and I knew that I had been exposed to something that I couldn't fully comprehend. Over the next few days, I began to notice changes in myself. My senses were heightened, and I could sense things that I couldn't explain. And then, one night, I saw it. It was a creature unlike anything I had ever seen before. It was humanoid in shape, but its skin was mild and gray, and its eyes glowed with an otherworldly light. It had razor-sharp claws and teeth, and I knew that it was the source of the strange tracks in the woods. I tried to catch it, but it was too fast. It tackled me and I went flying into the woods. I tried to get back on my feet, but I was dizzy and disoriented. I knew that I was in grave danger, but I couldn't bring myself to leave the woods. As the days passed, I began to piece together what had happened. The government had been conducting secret experiments in the woods, and I had stumbled upon one of their failed experiments. The creature that I had encountered was the result of their twisted experiments, and now it was loose in the woods. I knew that I had to stop it, but I also knew that I couldn't do it alone. I contacted the authorities, but they dismissed my claims as the ramblings of a madman. And so, I remain in the woods, a lone ranger battling a creature that shouldn't exist. I don't know how long I can hold out, but I do know that I won't give up until the creature is captured or destroyed. So hey guys, this is a long story kind of. I've lived in my current house in North Carolina for about three years. When I first moved in I had all kinds of weird encounters at night, I would be outside burning off tree limbs and things like that. I always felt like something was watching me. After the first few nights I heard what sounded like someone calling for help very muffled from the woods that surround my house. I shrugged it off. After a few times of that I was walking the tree line and looking for more wood to throw on the fire, keep in mind this was about 1 to 2 am, and I had a 30 to 30 shell thrown at me. I don't own a 30 to 30 so I thought it was very weird. Anyway this goes on for a few months until my ex came in and we brought our kids in the house to live. My ex had chickens and a pig that got out of their enclosure and were killed, she threw the carcasses into the woods, I know, I don't know why she did that either, but after that, all the spooky stuff stopped. No more eerie feelings, no noises. Nothing. Now fast forward to last month. I've since gotten a new girlfriend and she takes our dogs out in the early am hours before she leaves for work, I leave the house at 4.15am so it's probably about 5.30am or so when she's out with them. Twice in the last two months she's seen what she described as something large and pale in the wood line, the first time was last month. It saw her and hurried off. This morning as she was walking the dogs our large dog was barking like crazy and she saw this white creature again, she said it moved like it was scuttling, larger than a deer and on all fours but almost like what a human looks like running on all fours. 
As soon as the dogs got a good look at it they began trying to run back into the house. She and the dogs flew back inside and she got ready to leave for work. She didn't see anything else so far but I'm just wondering what's up. What could we do? What does it sound like? All the other encounters I've had I never saw a physical form, only noises and eerie feelings. According to her this thing has moved closer to the house up the wood line. I'm just kinda lost. I doubt shooting at it would help. Any advice or theories would be welcome. This happened in northeastern Oklahoma within the Cherokee Reservation around 2008 in the beginning of fall. Myself and eight other of my friends I went to school with had all met up at a friend's house to hang out for the night around a campfire and listen to music etc. We are all about 15 or 16 years old. My friend had a trail that went maybe over a quarter of a mile into the woods where it led to an open circle in the wooded area. There was a fire pit there with a single tree and another trail that led south from the opening where we would be hanging out for the night. We sat around doing this and that bullshitting into the night and may I remind you we are not partying. No booze, no smoke, no nothing, just nine of us out in the woods having a good time. It gets around 230 or 3 and things changed. We are all up having a good time and my friend John gets up and heads to the entrance of that south trail at the edge of the cutout to take a piss. I just happened to look up from the fire and turned to look at and up from him in the trail this grey figure stood in front of him about 20 yards away. I asked him quietly if he saw it and he looks up and comes back to the fire with the rest of us. My eyes are locked on this figure standing in the dark. This thing standing about 7 feet tall grey with a static cloudy look to it. Its legs started about where the bottom of one's chest plate would be, long lanky arms which lay down almost to where its knees would be with black hollow eyes with no mouth or nose. All nine of us are staring at this thing and noon can move. Some started to cry some kept their heads down but I kept my eyes right on it. Looking at this thing while it stood there looking right back at us. It moved horizontally to the right into the woods off the south trail slowly moving around. It got to a part in the woods that during the day you could see was about a seven feet rock wall. When it approached that it hovered over this wall with no struggle at all and then it slowly back off into the depths of the dark woods and faded away. We didn't leave that fire until the sun came up and we got out of there as fast as we could. We didn't talk about that night for years after that. We kept it to ourselves and I only telling it to people who was close to me. Fifteen plus years later I had asked some of the people who was there if they remembered what happened and what we witnessed and every one of them remember exactly what it looked like and exactly what it did. Nine of us saw something in those woods that night and it saw us as well. That's my story of a real encounter of something I cannot explain other than seeing it with my own eyes and having eight other people with me who saw the same thing. Who knows what it was? I've put this story on other subs but this one seemed to do similar accounts. Thank you. My buddy is not a hunter but spent a lot of time in the Los Padres forest looking for rock art sites which is probably equal to, if not more difficult than hunting deer in these parts. He's about 10 years older than myself and first told me this story when I was barely out of high school. The story struck me as a young man and I never forgot it. One Friday, he and a buddy left from work into the local backcountry for the weekend. They were going to camp out of the truck that evening and in the morning head out in search of another cave painting that had been eluding him. Before sunset they pulled into a primitive campground. 
there was a group of four young dudes already at the campground. So my friends drove by, giving a nod of acknowledgement. There's only a handful of campsites, so they picked the furthest from the other group maybe 100 yards away. While setting up camp and getting a fire going they can hear the other dudes shooting a break barrel pallet rifle and laughing slash goofing off pretty obnoxiously. No one else shows up to the campground that night. After dark my buddies were sitting silently around the fire and smoking a little reefer. Pretty late into the night they were still up at the fire and could hear the other group, then suddenly the other group gets real quiet in the midst of their late night ass grab session. The two of them don't say a word to each other but listen intently. After a short while they can hear something sneaking through the brush between the campsites. My friend had no protection on himself besides a surefire light. The other friend only had a large stick that he'd been using to manage the fire. Without a word they slowly backed away from the light of the flame, with a little dispersion between themselves, and waited for what was coming. After a few minutes they can tell it's someone trying to be sneaky. Finally the source of the sound slowly breaks into the light of the fire. A young man carrying a pallet rifle at the ready and following behind him, his three buddies. They all appear very tense and not at all jovial like they've been at their own sight. As they come forward into my friend's campsite he waits till they're adjacent to his companion holding the big stick in the shadows, then he blasts them with a surefire, holding the light directly on their faces. Everyone freezes, not a peep from anyone. The intruders are totally blinded by the light, but my friend can see his body beside them with the stick raised over his shoulder like he's about to hit a grand slam. They stand off in silence for what probably felt like an eternity, until one of the guys in the back of the line chokes out hey we don't want any problem no response and the light stays fixed on them. We smelt your smoke and thought you might share some. Still nothing but a light to look at. Finally from the same dude dash. Okay we'll leave then. And the three in the rear start to back out, but the good old point man stands firm, looking tough. One of his compadres says, come on homie let's bounce, it's not worth it. After a few more seconds he relents and they all slink back into the dark. Needless to say, after the gang retreated, my friends immediately packed their shit and left the area. While I realize being unarmed and smoking reefer when you're in the backcountry may not be the wisest choice. I still think they handled the situation pretty nicely and used what they had to their maximum advantage, despite being outgunned in every way. My friend thinks those boys thought he might be asleep since him and his friend hadn't made any noise in hours am. Regardless those four dudes did not have good intentions. I was hunting our family farm in Wyoming. I stayed in the stand until last light and was walking back to the house. Neither mom or dad were home that night. I walk up the driveway and put my bow in the truck and start unbuckling my safety harness when I hear something strange up in the pasture behind the barn. I finish taking my harness off and walk up behind the barn and I hear the sound again. It almost sounded like one of the neighbor's young cows got stuck in the fence. I didn't think anything of it and I still had my El Cheapo Walmart headlamp on so I start walking up the hill to go see what was going on. I got about three-fourth of the way up and I heard one of the most deepest coyotes howls of my life let out followed by the rest of a pack. I'd say three to four total. I swear every hair on my body stood on end and that shock of adrenaline ripped through me and my butt headed back to the house to get a gun and a better light. I went back up there but never against my better judgment but didn't find anything. If I had to guess though, 
I'd say those coyotes had one of the younger cows cornered and they dispersed when they saw Slash heard a guy in camouflage beating feet at Usain Bolt speed down the hill to the house. I've heard that coyote with the deep howl a few times since then. Even had him howl back at me once. Never could get eyes on him though in person. So I'm not new to seeing the ad man, but something happened a few weeks ago that really disturbed me. I've seen Hatman since I was a child. Not consistently, but every once in a while. I have always been terrified of him, but I got to accept him more as I've grown up, 26 female. He would sometimes talk to me, very briefly, and it was always like he was waiting for something. But a few weeks ago I had been sick and right before I went to bed, I saw him again. Usually I would always see him as I was falling asleep or waking up, I tried to blame sleep paralysis for a long time. This time, I was fully awake. There he was, just standing there in the corner of my room. I was scared, but I've gotten used to him, so I didn't totally freak out. But then he sort of pointed his finger and suddenly a woman appeared. A fully colored woman. She was in her late thirties to early forties, wearing a blue hoodie and with shortish red hair. She smiled at me and reached out her hand and all of a sudden I realized that she had come there to take me away because I was dying. I was so sure of this. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. I hate the thought of dying. I refused to go with her. I looked back at the shadow man, almost pleading with him. Then the woman moved closer to me, still with an outstretched hand, and I knew it was time. I suddenly felt really defiant and screamed at the woman at the top of my lungs. She vanished and I was left standing in my room shaking. My whole family heard me scream and came running. They found me shaking with a fever. I ate something, drank something, and took a fever reducer and then went back to bed. But I can't help but feel like the ad man sent a ghost to me to harvest my soul because he knew he always scares the crap out of me. So, I'm telling my mom what I saw, not about the ad man, but about the ghost, and she tells my grandma. And apparently, the last owner of the house fit my description perfectly. She even wore a blue hoodie all the time. I had no idea about this beforehand so I was shocked. She died in the house at a relatively young age and they didn't find her body until it was already starting to decompose. So I'm not new to seeing the Hat Man, but something happened a few weeks ago that really disturbed me. I've seen Hat Man since I was a child. Not consistently, but every once in a while. I have always been terrified of him, but I got to accept him more as I've grown up, 26 female. He would sometimes talk to me, very briefly, and it was always like he was waiting for something. This one happened to me in the early 2010s and admittedly did not happen on the Navajo reservation, but it did take place on another reservation nearby. One night me and a friend were chilling at his house playing games and decided to go out for some late night food. Being that it was past midnight the only option was the 24-hour McDonald's. After getting our food we decided to just cruise around the back roads for fun. The area we were driving wasn't well known to us since we were driving on another tribe's land, but my friend had a general sense of where he was going. The road we were on led us out to the middle of nowhere. We finally stopped and pulled over on top of this big mesa where the road went down in a snake-like pattern. It was nighttime, like I said, 
but you could still see a long way off in the distance from our little vantage point including house lights in the distance where the road led. After getting out of the car I walked closer to the edge of this overlook point and started howling and screaming to hear my echo. I did that for a few minutes before I walked to the very edge and looked down. I saw a light from a window just below me, close enough to where I could have thrown a stone and hit it. I distinctly remember the light looking like it was from a candle with a flickering, but definitely wasn't dim like a candle would be. I also recall that the windowsill portion was made of stone and looked like an adobe house. Since I was higher up and at an angle I couldn't see inside the window and I couldn't make out what the house looked like in general. All I saw was a light coming from a window. At that point I turned to my friend and said something like, dude there's a house just right there as I pointed to it. We better get out of here before they call the cops on us for screaming my friend looked over and saw the light from the window too. He laughed and agreed so we both got in his car and split. Nothing spooky or creepy even crossed my mind that night, just that I may have scared someone in their house with my screaming. A few weeks later me and the same friend went cruising around again, but this time during the day. We visited the same area and pulled over to look at the view. I went back to the edge of the mesa and looked over, but to my surprise there was nothing there. Not only was there no sign of the house, but a house couldn't have been built there in the first place. It was way too steep and rocky. Just boulders, sand and weeds. I relayed this info to my friend and he looked over the edge too and that's when we both were like, what the F did we see that night then? My story ends years later when I met and befriended a coworker who lived and grew up on the reservation where that Mesa Overlook was. We began trading scary stories, that guy has some crazy shit he experienced out there, and I told him about seeing the adobe house at night that wasn't there in the daytime. He laughed and said something like, dude you saw the witch house I asked him to explain and he said that the area I was in was known for being a spot that people stay away from at night. Apparently witches hang out there now and then and there is a small adobe house on that cliff side but it's very small. Like something your average person would have to crawl to get into. He doesn't know much more than that, but says he knew plenty of stories of people seeing it lit up at night. So that's my true story about seeing a possible witch house. Just like how skinwalkers are Navajo witches there are other similar witches for other tribes. I don't know the name given to the one I saw, but it's a cool little story to have in my pocket.